0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DDW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One. Oops. One. Welcome to 30 Reviews. I'm Adam.
1: And I'm Josie.
2: Plug into the main frame. It's time for 30 Minute Reviews with Peter. Okay, what's that from?
0: <laughs> Before we. Go I don't through. think it's from any. I don't think it's from anything. It's. Okay, I'll, I'll Google that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, like, uh. Fact check isn't it from
1: in. isn't it from the like the pirate radio movie
2: I don't know Sounds I don't mean. think it, I think I made it up hmm.
1: <laughs> you would
0: uh no it doesn't look that is from anything uh-huh. congratulations it's
2: uh, my thing now but i am probably do it like once
0: You'll, you'll, you'll forget it by gotta, next week.
1: It's your catchphrase.
2: Yeah, gotta keep it fresh.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, when you're famous in the future, that's what people are gonna, like, know you by, is that phrase.
0: That you said yeah. once. Um,
2: people so. go back through the archives.
0: Yeah. People don't go through, back, back through the archives now, every time we grab a new subscriber. But our early episodes still have, like, one listen, two listens... Sing Street, for some reason, from Beware of Spoilers, still manages to get, like, 10 listens a week. I don't know why.
2: We were right on the ground floor for that That's one. That's
0: what I think happened, is that a lot of people now are discovering Sing Street late in the year. Um, as it gets into Oscar season, people are considering as a possible Oscar contender. And we re- we reviewed it the day before it came out. So, I think we we, we actually did hit something there. Um. But, nice. Yeah. So
2: we also saw it for free, which was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was that was another really cool thing. Um, because Regal was like, "Hey, do you want to go to see this for free?" And we're like, "Why not?" I don't get those emails. I don't get emailed with that stuff anymore, though, which is a little disappointing. Um. Yeah. Now it's our second most listened to episode, behind Captain America: Civil War.
2: That one was, that one was hot.
0: Yeah, that one we got, like, almost 300 listens, which doesn't sound like a lot. But for us, that's, like, huge. We never hit that high. Um, so, yeah, so let's get into, speaking of Civil War, that's what we talking about this week. Um, now, let's start out with some news stuff that happened, uh, in the past week, um, so, Hugo Weaving said he was open to playing Red Skull again in the future. Ooh. That, I, I don't know how much further we can go into that. with that. Does call. that mean...
2: It's not like he was like, oh, they asked me if I wanted to, he just announced it, right?
0: Well, what happened was he was in an interview about his time playing Red Skull. Initially, he didn't like it. Like, he hated it initially because it's like, I forgot why he said he didn't like it, but he hated working with Marvel. Wasn't
2: it because in the, he just kept getting cast casted bad guys.
0: That could be part of it, but like the thing is too. Like he he always, but like the thing is like, you got at, at some point you have to say like you know, I like, I don't know how to put it, but like you are somewhat complicit in your own typecasting to an extent.
2: Well, he was also El- he was also Elrond in um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So it's not like he's only plays bad, bad guys.
0: Well, the thing is, I think people mostly know him for, um, what's his name in The Matrix? And, Matrix. Um. And what was that noise? And, I don't know. I also. Oh, Josie's gone. Okay. Um, who else did he play? He was in The Matrix. He wasn't he a bad guy in Transformers? Uh, he's back here. I don't delve into the world Oh of yeah, he played, in, he did play the bad guy. I just kind of want to
2: rewatch all the Transformers in just one run. Just I want to do it see in one it.
0: run, I don't, but the thing is, I feel like it's like, remember when we talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it was just like, uh, oh, like it's awful, like there's, that's, that's, everyone was like this is an awful movie, but really it wasn't that bad, it was just kind of okay. Like that's how I feel. That it should be a Transformers. Is that I'm gonna be hyped up for it to be an atrocious movie, and it's just gonna be like okay. Oh, she's back. Okay.
2: For me, I, I think it's gonna be on the same level as Independence Day, where it's just a bunch of disaster porn, and that's what I want.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. What, I don't understand what people are expecting from Transformers at this point. Like, why?
2: Hugo yeah. Weaving was also the um, in V for, That was for, uh, Vendetta.
0: Yes, he was also going Vendetta, but he's
2: a, he's a good guy in that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, but he said he's open to returning to playing Red Skull in a future Marvel movie. Um, let's see, because he 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 said when he picked the role, he said, "It all I thought it'd be fun to play an uber Nazi, someone who thought Hitler was a pussy." That's what that was his quote. It was fun to play. I enjoyed the outrageousness of the German accent I employed. And I enjoyed the outrageous mask and costume, even though it was unbelievably hot inside. That was a mask. I did not know that. I thought it was CG, but, um, let's see.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. I just got mad.
0: Okay, go ahead. I gotta find the quote in here.
2: Okay. So, I, I was on IMDB, that's how I found the Hugo Weaving thing. And uh-huh. then I saw, it was like a, a, a stupid thing, and it was like the ultimate power meter of power characters.
0: Oh, is it one of those side things? And they ranked okay.
2: the top. Yeah, it's but it's not from a user. It's from IMDb.
0: Oh,
2: okay. It's be- cause <sighs> the user, if you want to really, if you want to like, see a lot of stupid shit, go on IMDb user lists and they are hilarious. Like some yeah. people will make lists like most boring movies of all time. It'll be like 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Godfather, like yeah. things like that. Or it's like best movies of all time. It'll be like Lethal Weapon 4. It's <laughs> the best movie of all time. And um, this one is a real list because it's from, well, not really, but it's from the IMDb editors. It's not from a user.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So I'll I'll go through this real quick. Um, it's really stupid. Okay. So it's, I'll read the description. Um, television boasts many characters who are the masters of their show's universes. They run countries and companies. Some use their power for good, others for evil. We compiled a list of our ranks for the 10 most powerful characters on current shows. Okay. okay. So this is any TV show that's on right now. Right. The first one, they're saying, is Pablo Escobar on Narcos, and he is the most powerful character on all of TV.
0: Hmm. I think the Flash so, would kick his ass.
2: Yeah, okay. second one <laughs> is Olivia Pope of Scandal. The third one is Selena Meyer of veek So a, a president aide is less powerful than the president. Is more powerful than the president. These are going from most powerful to least powerful. Just to let you know. I, I think... Okay. I'm
0: going to be honest. I think... Okay, continue. I want to hear where someone lands on this okay. list.
2: The fourth one is Jessica Pearson of Suits. She's one of the managing partners of the... Uh, a law firm. Mm-hmm. The fifth one is Elizabeth McCord and Madam Secretary. She's a Secretary of State.
0: Okay, she's less powerful than someone in the law firm. Okay, continue. Yes. The what, what I
2: sixth one is Tom Kirkman and Designated Survivor. Okay. Also the President of the United States.
0: That show a, is actually pretty good.
2: The, the premise seemed pretty good, but I yeah. don't have time to watch it. The <laughs> seventh one is... Negan of The Walking Dead. He's a guy with a bat. Yeah. The eighth one is Cookie and Lucius Lion. Those are two different people, but they're they get combined together. I guess
0: um, seems
2: racist to me, but hmm. uh, I, I know a little bit about they're, Empire. Of, they're from Empire. Sorry. Yeah. This one, uh, this is the um, reason why this list pisses me off the most. Hmm. Um, take a guess at why who was ranked number nine that pisses me off the most Frank Underwood Yep. I was
0: going power... say he should definitely be higher on this list
2: he got a power ranking of 2 hold yes. on like literally the entire point of House of Cards is his path to power with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
1: Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No,
0: Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: And the thing is, too, mm. if you're going to put the guy from Designated Survivor on, I would put Frank Underwood over him to begin with. Because he is, uh, like, he actually did something to get his power, not not get bombed.
2: Same with uh, Selena Myers and Veep, where she became president because, the, she was vice president, and the president's wife tried to kill herself, so then he resigned. And then she became president. And she also has, like, no control over, over what's going on in her life. Yeah, but Frank Underwood is, basically has control over everything, and then when he loses control, like, bad shit ends up happening to people.
0: Yeah. Who's so, number 10?
2: Good job, I. Oh, um, Cersei from Game of Thrones, which is also kind of dumb, because she, like, kills a bunch of people and, like, does a bunch of shit to end up queen.
0: I'm Sorry for any spoilers. Have, I'm surprised it didn't have other people from Game of Thrones on that list, because, like,
2: I understand the, why. I guess they didn't have they didn't have like superheroes because they meant power. Yes, yeah, uh, I understand. Oh, like, yeah.
0: yes, I understand. Like the Flash, like power physically, not power politically, and that's a point in the list. But like, the list but at the stuff. same
2: time, oh yeah, co- corporate <clears throat> corporation power. I was like, why are the people from Empire on it?
0: And the thing is, but too, whatever. They, well, you still get political pl- power when you own a corporation. And the yeah. thing is, I I, like, I don't have a problem with Pablo Escobar topping the list. Because you could make the case that someone who has that much, like, control over drugs is that powerful. More powerful than the president. I, I, I That's a, an argument that could be made either way. Uh, so I don't have a problem He's with him pa- topping the list. But I have a problem with Frank Underwood. Yeah, he is powerful.
2: Nine. Yeah, that's my biggest problem. I think he should have been, like, I'm fine with, um you could definitely make the case... Pablo Escobar Narcos is more powerful than him, so like I'm fine with if he was number two. But I and think you might be able to
0: even that. What's their names from Empire are more powerful than Frank Underwood? Hmm. I never watched Empire, so I I've seen can't some of Empire. These. Um, I, I do. Want I to just watch uh,
2: the whole thing though. Uh, it, everyone! It's supposed to be a pretty good show.
0: It is really good. Mm. Um, back to Hugo Weaving um he said um he's not sure if they're going to bring back red skull because as we know from the end of um captain America he never really died he just he got teleported trans- to deep space
2: but and if he never dies didn't he get transported where everyone else got that got shot by those guns
0: I don't think so. I think everyone who got shot by the guns got disintegrated but he because he wasn't shot by the gun, he was holding on to the onto the Tesseract when it like went nuclear and like it showed space all around him and he got sent away the same way Loki got brought to Earth in the Avengers. Okay. That like it like it wasn't like he just vanished, it was like it, it, it was the same kind of portal thing that Loki used. Um But anyway, he, he could come back. He's one of the, the few villains Marvel hasn't killed off in one shot. Which is a big complaint people have, actually, with Marvel. Is that they keep killing off their villains.
2: Um, yes. Uh, did you... Let me... Uh, never mind. I'll wait until we start talking about Civil War.
0: Right. Um, then... continue. Oh, Marvel. oh, did you
2: see... Oh, yeah.
0: Um, never mind. I'll, I'll
2: talk about my thing when you finish your news.
0: Uh. No, if you want to continue,
2: I gotta get the next, uh... Oh, okay. I was just want to, uh... Have you guys seen seen the new trailer for the movie Arrival?
0: No, I, I wanna... I haven't gotten to it yet.
2: It's really... It's the same guy that did... It's Dennis Villanueva, the same guy that did Prisoners and Sicario. Oh,
0: okay. And it,
2: it's a alien movie, but it's not like they... Like, Aliens Land but the like they attack us they just like send a message so like the main character is a linguist and it's all about like her trying to communicate with the aliens and yeah, it's that Jennifer um, Lawrence? Amy Adams yeah oh. No, that's passengers which is Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence and they're on an interstellar mission and they wake up like over 100 years too early Oh, okay so and they can't go and they can't go back to sleep and then something's going wrong or they have to fix it it seems like a better Arrival seems like a better movie yeah then there's in that other movie Nocturnal Animals which also seems really good
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is um it's like this it kind of seems kind of uh like Gone esque where it's uh there's a woman and her husband is Jake Gyllenhaal it's Amy Adams and Jake Hall. um and Amy and he's a writer and they get a divorce and he writes this book called Nocturnal Animals and it's about a husband brutally murdering his wife and he dedicates it to his wife so then it's like a suspense thriller about him maybe trying to kill her oh ah, okay. it looks good
0: uh, the other one a girl, and
2: then there's another the movie I just got that book I want to finish it. I want to read it and then see the movie
0: we just got it in at work I'm gonna buy it with, then there's another uh, movie so. coming
1: out
2: it's called Miss Sloan
0: mm-hmm.
2: which which is Jessica Chastain. And she's a lobbyist that um, gets tired to fight the gun lobby. So, it seems pretty good. Like a political thriller.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to on The Girl on the Train. That one, that's the only trailer I've seen because I've seen TV spots for it. Is I haven't the on the yeah, Train. I've, seen
1: it. I, just got <laughs> I haven't the book. seen it. What's that one?
0: That's the one with it's the, a uh, the... It's like... Uh, the ex-wife, I think, it keeps seeing. I don't. Yeah, his husband, her, her ex-husband, and his new wife. I think I. It, oh, it looks kind of like uh, I don't know. Gone Girl. Or yeah, reminds me Gone Girl.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of movies, and, and then for me, at least, when I say it reminds me of Gone Girl, it looks like Gone Girl. I'm not saying that in a negative sense. It's just it has that same sort of dark atmosphere to it. Yeah, where I, and I, it's not gonna, it's not like copying Gone Girl. It's just that some so, sort of tone, but it's I know it's just like um like the main character. She takes a train every day, and then she sees this perfect couple, like as she passes. Oh,
1: the- that one. Okay, yeah.
2: I just. And it's got supposed the to
1: be like she's a super stalker or something.
2: Yeah, that's where it might turn into where she they like she becomes a suspect, and they um. It's like she has to figure out what's going on, or else she might get charged. Or Um, one of my friends read the book, and they said it's the lead-up is better than actual payoff. That was what their review was. Hmm. Hmm. I I want to read it. We just got it. Yeah, I I own it, so I'll tell you guys after I read it how it is.
0: Um. So yeah. So um. The next, uh, article we have, uh, also from comicbook.com is about how the Russos said that Civil War was not the end of the fight between the Avengers, um, which actually leads into the next thing, too, because he's, um, it said, while some fans feel like Civil War ended the feud between Team Iron Man and Team Captain America, that's not true. According to the Russos, it was only the beginning, which... Makes sense to me.
2: Well, they'll just fight again for no stakes, and then nothing will happen.
0: And then Thanos will show up, and And then team up.
2: Yeah, then they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll just fight together now. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I think at Mm. this point, I don't know if you can really rectify what happened in a way that's satisfying.
2: Well, they will with quips.
0: Well, no, I said that in a way that's satisfying.
2: Oh, yeah, I agree. They will.
0: Because, like, I don't Marvel can't any... really do anything, ser- like,
2: super serious that well.
0: Right. Well, they did. They did uh, the Winter Soldier pretty well.
2: Though no, they did, the yeah, they did themes as well, but it's like contained within that one movie. Okay. and it's like i don't know for me it was just i like liked it a lot but it's not it didn't have like those themes are not they're not gonna like carry over into everything else besides like. okay round two name something
0: that's not boring
1: a laundry Ooh, a book club computer solitaire huh
0: Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino More than once, actually.
1: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, the plot. Like, the surveillance thing and government, big government corruption. Well, I don't
0: know if... if well, to be fair though, the surveillance thing doesn't quite fit in to Infinity War.
2: That is true too. Unless like, they do the equivalent of the barn scene in Age of Ultron, and except make it just a boring with surveillance, and then there's like one subplot where they're worrying about that while Thanos is like attacking them.
0: I don't think that's. I think. I think Infinity War is going to be the best Avengers movie so far. Because I think, like, we've, we've seen how the Russos will handle the Avengers. And we, we've seen they do a good job with it. Because we've seen them now do it in Civil War. Which is essentially just Avengers 2.5. Because it felt like a very clear sequel or continuation of Age of Ultron. So, like, um, we'll talk about more when we talk about the movie. But uh, I think they'll do a good job. Because the only two characters I haven't dealt with yet that they'll have to deal with in this are um, Hulk and Thor and then Captain Marvel in, uh, what's it called? Infinity War Part Two, or whatever they're going to call it. Um, so, they they said the the fights going to continue on and the issue with the Accords is going to continue on. Um, that's the... And that's yeah. the... They have to, I think. Because you you can't just ignore it after this point because the chords still exist. So, um, yeah.
1: So, is this going to be... Is that going to end up being a theme in every Avengers movie from now on? Is, oh, is it actually right for them to be here? No. Because that's going to get annoying real quick.
0: No, I don't think so. I agree. Because I think... Okay, so going with what movie's coming out next, the next one is Doctor Strange, which will have no bearing on the accords at all. Because according to the director of Doctor Strange, the movie starts uh, around the same time as the first Iron Man. The training montage takes place during all the movies leading up to the present, and then the climax of the movie takes place after uh, a uh, civil war. So it's a it's, it's a it's a weird place in the timeline, Doctor Strange. Um, then is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. So that's why,
2: um, in Winter Soldier they can say the Stephen, Stephen Strange, Strange yep. because he had power.
0: Exactly, he had already traveled to, not Tibet, to meet <laughs> the Ancient One. Um, so then uh, Guardians so of the wait, Galaxy. Wait, doesn't Volume Doctor 2. Strange
2: have? Doesn't Doctor Strange did do too much sorcery to be shown in China?
0: No, I think that they, they're going to do something. I I don't know. Maybe. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Are
2: Chinese people that afraid of sorcery?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, will it, like, terrify the masses if they show, like, um... No,
0: they get very superstitious with what the problem is.
2: Hmm. It's surprising how fast they're growing, then, as a country. <laughs>
0: Um, then there's, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2, which will have no bearing on, uh, the effect of Civil War, because they're on the other side of the universe, or something like that. Um, then, the first one to actually have the repercussions of Civil War be explored will be, um, Spider-Man Homecoming, next July. Um then Thor won't because Thor is most entirely in space except for some scenes on Earth um which Natalie Portman's not in so we won't have to deal with that stupidity anymore um then what's after that um I don't know what's the next one after that I think it is Infinity War and then uh no Black Panther which will have some effects, because I think the Winter Soldier is going to be in Black Panther. Um, and then he's also going to be in uh, Infinity War Part 1 in May of that year. So, um, I don't know how they would fit the surveillance beam into all of those. I don't think they're going to. I don't think Ryan Coogler is going to try and force that into Black Panther. they got other things to deal with. Um. But, yeah, and then the uh, last thing, uh, two more things, and then we can go on to the movie. Uh, number one, um, Disney has started managing box office expectations for Star Wars Rogue One. Um, do you think this is a sign, a good thing, or a bad thing?
2: What was the question about Star Wars?
0: Disney has started managing expectations for how. Rogue One's going to perform at the box office.
2: What does that mean?
0: They, They started lowering the public's expectation as to what they should expect in terms of money brought in from the movie. Why does that matter? Because typically when studios lower their projection for opening weekend box office, it indicates that they don't have faith in the movie.
2: Well, is it like trying to compare that to... Star Wars Episode Seven.
0: Well, that's the thing. The box office projections initially, where they're not trying. They originally they were projected to meet the Force Awakens. and Disney's like, I wouldn't go that far.
2: Yeah, there's no way that's going to happen. I think it's going to do. It's, there's no way it's not going to do well.
1: Right.
0: Cause they, they, what uh, isn't uh, the, the Marvel movie? Uh, no, 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 Rogue, Rogue, no, no, no One. Rogue One. The new Star Wars. Oh. I think Rogue One's gonna be good. I don't have any... Like, I have confidence... Oh, should I
2: say my... The, the theory I found about... Yes. Yes. The theory, okay. yes. Okay. Is it... It's Snoke? Yes. With a K?
0: Yes.
2: Is that it? Yes. Okay. So, in... I forget which trailer it is. But there's is one... His
1: first name John? John, John no. Snoke? No. That no. was a good
2: one. Pat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in, I forgot which trailer it is, but there's one scene where it's um there's a back to tank which are the the tank that Luke gets put in after he gets attacked on Hoth by the Yeti, and mm-hmm. um he gets put in a fluid tank to heal him at the back tank. So there's a scene right. with that, and there's someone dressed in a black robe, and there's two Imperial guards there. Right. So I think it might be safe to assume that could be the Emperor. Because you only see Imperial Guards with the Emperor. Right. And then that person kneels in like front of the Bacta tank. So people... I don't come up with this theory. This is someone else's theory. I forget where you're from. Uh, but people saying that Snoke inside of the Bacta tank. Because in now the expanded universe of the books that are... The brand new books that are canon. Um, there's... Like why... Part of the reasoning why the like the First Order has so much Empire stuff is that um, Palpatine went, sent out, like, search parties and, like, exploratory parties all across the galaxy or universe. And one of them was to go find the, like, center of, um, like, where the Sith's power comes from. So it's rumored that, like, they, were, they found, they could, like, find Snoke and then brought him back and, like, try to bring him back to power.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's, and then that would be, like, the only person that... Like Palpatine would kneel to because there's like no one else that he would. So mm-hmm. that'd be really cool if that if that's how they introduce Snoke into the like Star Wars universe. For me, I could almost I go is back Snoke? and forth.
1: The,
0: the b- giant guy with the scarred guy and that and his is, face all fucked up. Uh,
2: yeah, for me, I don't
0: know. I'd rather
2: it be in a step. The other theory is that it could be um what's his name. Palpatine's master?
0: Oh, um... Oh, fuck, oh, what's his name? Uh, Plagueis. Darth... Darth Plagueis. Darth
1: Sidious, right? Darth
2: no, Plagueis. Plagueis. Yeah, it could be uh, Plagueis. Because... It's already been established in other, like, um, canon. Like, that some Sith Lords keep people alive that they kind of kill. Like, uh... When Count Dooku switched from a Jedi to the Sith... He killed, like, one of his partners, but it kept him, like, in a back-to-tank and just walked, carried him around with him. <laughs> so, it c- could be that same sort of thing, where Sidious didn't, like, all the way kill him. He just, so he, c- like, kept just alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then brought him back to power, power somehow. Or just released himself, so. That could be cool, too. I'd rather be that, because I'd rather him be an established character, especially because he fucked... King said that he's been around for the rise and fall of the Republic, at like an Empire and stuff.
0: I, I really, so. th- I I stand by. When we did the review of the Force Awakens, I said this then. I stand by it now. I think that um, Snoke is Darth Plagueis because number one that, and number two, the only character prior to Darth- to Supreme Leader Snoke who's referred to as wise is Darth Plagueis.
2: And the same music was playing when they do that too. Yes. Like it's almost the exact same music.
0: And Star Wars is big on musical like uh cues. Like that's their thing. And they do that very well. And, no-
2: mm-hmm. and another hint, uh, no one fucking listened to anything J J. Abrams says because he tries to act like he's surprising everyone by blatantly lying about his movies. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh and then like everyone knows. Like the best example being Khan in
0: Yes the second like, Star Trek movie, oh, where, uh, where
2: everyone was like, Benedict Cumberbatch is Khan, and he was like, no, he's not. He's a new character. And then he, and he was Khan, and J.J. was like, oh, I got, I got you guys, remember? like you, you all didn't believe. That South Park episode with the National Anthem was amazing.
0: Yes, that was perfect. Like
2: Because
0: very small uh, Josie, change. did you
2: see that episode? No. Okay, so on the first episode of South Park, they announced that they need a new National Anthem to make everyone... So people will, everyone will stand for it. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So they make, they ask JJ Abrams to do it because he reboots everything. So then um, the entire episode, it's like leading up to it. And then they play it and it's the exact, like the national anthem is still exactly the same.
1: And then, (laughs) but then everyone's,
2: but then everyone's freaking out and they're like, this is amazing. Like, but the only thing he changes is that, um, please like stand, sit, kneel or like do anything you want to honor the national anthem.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was a big change. Um
2: but that's like not even yeah, it was just hilarious cuz nothing changed about it.
0: Yeah. JJ Abrams is very good at remaking what everyone likes. So Yeah, I think he's like he, I
2: liked the new. We don't have to get into this right now, but we have
0: we, gotten into this enough. There's a rumor that he's being vetted to do Man of Steel 2. Huh. How did you feel about a Christopher Reeve Superman movie after Man of Steel and Batman v Superman? Uh,
2: be I think he, place. I would, I would, I would like to to do it because I think he could keep it that darker tone still than DC is set, but make it a good movie.
0: Uh, I don't. I think it'd be weird.
2: I think no, because um, like Mission Impossible three, I just recently watched it and it is really good, but it's not copying the other Mission Impossibles at all. It's, like, still its own movie. And especially after the, like, shit show that is Mission Impossible mm-hmm. 2, like, he did a really good job bringing back, making the, like, franchise series again. I think no, no, John Woo no, is, like, a really bad director.
0: I think, um... Because the thing is, if he has a tendency to do what everyone likes to make movies, to make the new one, like, that's why Star Trek was what it was. Star Trek uh, Into Darkness was what it was. If he does... Superman, I think we would get something similar to Superman, Superman Returns, where it's a, re, a Christopher Reeve, uh, John Donner era Superman movie. But, taking place in the DC Extended Universe, where nothing can be cool or fun, and then you end up with like something a little out of place.
2: There's fun. If, if you're like me, and you love some disaster porn, they are fun. <laughs>
0: Now that that was what, yeah, you're right. That's what uh, Man of Steel was good for. It was a very good disaster porn movie.
2: I um, still like Man of Steel.
0: It's grown on me. It, it, it took multiple viewings, but it's grown on me. Um, I think
2: Batman v Superman is a better movie than Man of Steel, though. Um... For me, at least. I like it better. But I like, I like Batman. I think that's what, I think for me, I think that's why.
0: Right. Like, uh, what's it called? What's his name? Um... Ah, oh, fuck. Uh... Ben Affleck was, I think, the best Batman and Bruce Wayne we've had, I think, out of all of that
2: That's a very compelling argument. I don't think about it. Oh, did you see the killing joke that they made, like, did horrible? Like, it was horrible?
0: I did not watch it no.
2: Like, everyone hates it.
0: Well, yeah, because the killing joke... Because apparently does. they added in, like, Bat.
2: Bat uh, Batman has sex with Batgirl.
0: Yeah, it, it's they weird. To,
2: and they like, they add in this entire, like, subplot that takes up, like, most of it, and they, like, take out parts of the comic that everyone liked.
0: Yeah. Um. Because hmm. The Killing Joke is known for creating what the modern Joker is in comics. And, like, the, the yeah. modern and traditional Joker that's no longer Cesar Romero. Because well, that's what the Joker was up until The Killing Joke, Was it was just takes on Cesar He actually Cesar was Romero. a clown. Right. Yeah. Then the killing joke happens.
2: Or Jack Nicholson, where he was just kind of a creepy, pervy
0: guy. Right. And then the killing joke happens, and it, it completely cha- it changes the definition of the Joker to what we have in the comics today. Then, the other thing it's remembered for is it's what put Barbara Gordon in the hospital, uh, put her in the wheelchair, and made her oracle. Yes. Because Joker raped her so hard, he broke her legs. No. What? No, he
1: he <laughs> shot he shot
0: her in the spine, and, uh, and then
2: put then he touched her, touched her boobs. I
0: maybe what the fuck? I don't know, maybe <laughs> that's what happens
2: in the um. That's what they do in the um. Cause I watched the honest trailer for it and they show it part of it and he like shoots her and he like unbuttons her shirt.
0: Well, yeah, cause he what what happens is he shoots her and then he strips her down and he has uh Jim Gordon in, um, in, like, a funhouse, Yeah. And, um, he has, he's projecting up pictures of Barbara, like, naked, but with the gunshot wound. So, that's, that's what the, like, that's what it's known for, is he completely subjugates Barbara Gordon and turns her into Oracle, which was probably a bad thing for him in the long run. That's probably not. Yeah. His, the, he didn't think that one through very well. Um... So, that that movie did not get well-received. I wonder
2: if Robin... Well, there's... Never mind. I changed my mind. But there's also Bat Boy, so... Yeah. I take... Whatever my thought process was... I take it back.
0: <laughs> never mind. I got this. Um, so, yeah. So, let's go on to the movie, because I'm going to save the Emmys for after the movie. Okay. That could be a, that could be a lengthy discussion topic, and I don't want to hold this up too much more from uh, Civil War. Um... So, who wants to go first on Civil War? Hmm. Josie, you want to take point on this one? Or should I? Um,
1: which one's Civil War?
0: The one that came out in May. Captain America Civil War.
1: Um, <laughs> sure. Civil, <laughs> Civil War is the one... Um, Where, oh, that's the one where like all the, everyone shows up, right?
0: Uh, everyone just for for the heck of it. Thor and the
1: Hulk. Okay. Um, it makes me think: Did they just not contract them for this movie, or what? But um, because they did add everyone.
0: Well, no, Thor and the Hulk have um, their own problem going on in Asgard right now. So.
2: It's also because there's no way they could write them well and explain how whoever side they chose would be able to not win.
0: Right. Well, that's the other thing. I think Thor... Number one, Thor is too powerful, same thing with the Hulk. And the other thing is, uh, Thor has no reason to be involved in this fight, because like, oh, you want to conscript me, conscript me to this paramilitary force? I'll just go back to Asgard. Fuck you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Um, so everybody shows up in this one, and... I liked it. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, this movie does have some problems in common with... Uh, or one major problem in common with Batman v Superman. Um, and it's the number of times they show a flashback to the death. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry?
1: Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire! Huh? In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes.
2: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Of a main character's parents. (laughs) That's what um, an honest
2: trailer is. They do like a comparison of the two... The movies and they're like these movies are literally like extremely similar to each other
0: yeah and it's not like one ripped the other off it's just no it's just very coincidental that these two movies came yeah. out two months apart and they're incredibly similar but civil war handles it a lot yeah. better yes because I, I think i've said this before the reason why civil war is the better movie is because we have time to develop toward the characters and it doesn't operate on why am i not Oh, okay, that's why i was leaving and we have we have time to develop uh, why the characters are fighting, not just here they are. Here's two characters you know have been friends from seeing other TV shows with them and stuff like that, but not in this universe. Now let's have them fight. So um, the airport scene was really good. I, I I really liked the the airport airport fight sequence. Um, there were some cringy moments though.
2: See, I think I'm the only person in the world that I didn't really like the airport fight, except for a giant man and some. Oh, of
1: I see. I did like it, and um okay. So the I am not a fan of Spider-Man ever. I think Spider-Man's kind of like a wimp, and Same everyone thing. who's played him has not done any justice. But I lo- love this kid as him. Mm-hmm. I I, I don't think really
2: he's like great. Because I think he looks like. He's but, he's
1: supposed to. He looks young. He looks like a 15-year-old. It's hilarious. I love it. And I love the idea that his suit came from um, Tony Stark. I think that's great.
0: I like that, too. A lot of people did not like that, but, but I, I like it. I didn't like the I suit. Can, because the, for me, it looked, like, cartoonish because it was
2: all CGI the entire time. Oh, yeah.
1: And it makes... But, like, the suit makes sense, like, its origin, you know? Because... How did this, you know, 15, 16 year old get a hold of, um, or figure out how to he sew sewed, and get a hold of sewed. all these materials, he you know?
0: It. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, but is like,
1: no, where that, did he get it all from? He that's what I mean. The, is that they weren't he
2: sewed there. it while he was jamming out to like a power session of like folk news folk hit, like oh, what pop was that music.
0: song? Oh, was that song that that uh, there was a song they played anyway. in Amazing Spider-Man Two that was really out of place. What the fuck was that song? I, I that's
2: what I was talking about, but I forget what it is. Oh my god! It. <sighs> it was really funny. I don't that was the best them. when he was like, "I got, he like, I got a smart this one at, like I got a science as yeah, blast them shit out of this."
0: And just like he's playing that. St- oh my! For hell, me, the guy um, won American Spider-Man items. won Philip Phillips. That's who it was. Yeah, that's it.
2: For me, um, Spider-Man won me over. Uh, I think I've said this before when he shot Captain America in the legs. Yeah, and for years, I have been saying <laughs> I could kill Captain America. <laughs> it's the easiest guy of the Avengers to kill. No. And finally someone did well, No. Yeah. Easiest guy in the
0: Avengers to kill is hawkeye.
2: That is true too. But even though they keep alluding to his death, he keeps well, he has a he has a shield of humans to, yeah. to protect him. Um yeah. for me I didn't like the airport. I like the airport scene, like I I guess overall. I like the Spider Man part. I like the Ant Man part. But I just like some things where I thought were dumb where like if the, i think the,
1: it was mostly just like an or, orgy of awesome and that's all they so cared much, about uh, there was no vision. rhyme or reason to any of it really for me
2: it was like well you know uh, like black widow goes to fight like captain america and uh like i forgot who else but it's like okay. there's no way that would ever like plan out well for black widow like there's no chance of that happening um where's his vision during the entire fight nowhere because he can't actually fight anyone or else he would just destroy them. Except thing uh, called,
0: uh, Scarlet Witch they keep having her pull people apart
2: whenever yeah gets the upper hand. That was the other yeah. Scarlet Witch doesn't do anything because the entire lead up to that fight is like oh we're actually going to fight each other but then they actually don't really fight each other they just kind of like run around.
0: It's like a bunch of kids in the playground and then someone actually gets hurt and then everyone's like oh my god we gotta stop fighting someone actually got hurt.
2: Yeah, exactly. For I like mm-hmm. the for me I like the end fight between. Iron Man, Captain America, and like, retard guy the best. Those are my, that was my uh, favorite. Who's movie.
1: retard guy?
2: The, the Winter Soldier. Oh. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> he is, he so is,
2: funny. like, he is probably the, one of the worst actors that's ever been in a Marvel movie.
0: Sebastian Stan, yeah, he's not, uh, they didn't quite, like, grow him on the, the farm where they grew the other actors who all look like their characters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm happy he's going in the cryo so we don't have to see. Also, if he just chose to go in the cryo like in the beginning of- if he just made that decision much earlier on like none of this shit would have happened
0: there's a lot of things in this movie if they did that earlier on none of this would have happened like he had to wait right. till
2: also Iron Man can just rip off uh, that his arm that's made of whatever metal
0: well no 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 it wasn't it wasn't that he ripped it off it was he had the what's it called the, the thing in his chest remember he-, he blasted it off
2: oh yeah yeah that was it sorry
0: which, makes a li- which is a little bit more, makes a little bit more sense.
2: I don't think so, because I think Captain America's shield would have deflected it.
0: No, it wouldn't have. Because that was the same thing he used to mm. destroy the, the vibranium thing in Age of Ultron the drill thing that they were using to carry the whole yeah, thing.
2: So why didn't he just use that to fight Captain America?
0: Because I don't think he wanted to kill Captain America. He wanted to kill Bucky, but he didn't want to kill Captain America.
2: Yeah, well, he had to commit or quit, so.
0: <laughs> like, but yeah. The I th- I end the fight part, I think that that best, the whole thing about that fight that was good was just seeing, uh, like Iron Man get his shit pushed in because it is so satisfying to see him get his ass. In.
1: What?
0: <laughs> no one else thought that was satisfying to go see Captain America just beating the fuck out of him, like in the suit.
2: I just liked it because it was a good fight. Uh, for me, I kind of took me out of the fight. When, Captain America said, "I can go all day," and I was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like that's dumb.
0: Like yes, we've all seen the first Avenger, like. Move well, not.
2: On. I feel like you no, know, not everyone's seen. The first okay, true. Yeah. First Avenger.
0: <laughs> Some of us have seen the first Avenger.
2: Where the the post credit scene of the first Avenger is a trailer for a the Avenger trailer
0: for the. Um, it's the best it's
2: the best. A post credit scene.
0: This one had uh, one strong post-credit scene and the other was just like, eh, okay. Because, like, what's it called? There was uh, Black Panther and we see Wakanda for the first time.
1: What do you mean? You didn't like it when they started talking about shawarma?
2: Oh, my God, I hated that so much. That was, much. Really, that was <laughs> really stupid. I Were you, like...
0: <laughs> three hours of credits. and I, I was just... mostly
2: pissed off because I thought was... I saw it with one of my friends, and he was like, oh, we got to stay to the end, because there's a funny thing at the end, because he already saw it. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? The best was... Did you know when they filmed that scene? In your house.
0: No. They filmed it at the premiere. Whoa. Yeah, they filmed it at the L.A. premiere, which is why in the scene, um, what's his name, Captain America has his uh, his hand on his face, because Chris Evans already grew his beard. They like the kind of beard, right? Yeah, because he already grew his beard back, and he was just kind of like obscuring his entire face with his hand. Um, but this one had the uh, the Wakanda scene, which is pretty cool, of them putting uh, Winter Soldier on ice, and then they showed um, Spider Man back at home, which was kind of like the Scorma scene.
2: The, um and the Honest trailer, they take note of how many middle ground speeches black panther does and it's literally five or six i think that's something i didn't even notice until that happened but every time he talks he just stares off into the distance and makes a dramatic speech
0: yes
1: oh i didn't even notice that but now you say it
2: now now you think about it all the time something i liked that no one else really liked was the giant the giant text to let me know where we were
0: Oh no! I think a lot of people liked that. I don't think that was as big a problem.
2: Oh, I liked it. It...
0: Uh, it was. They used the Amstel Light font.
2: Um, Except, um, yeah, yeah. They didn't play Chelsea Dagger. Uh, young like Tony scenes. Stark in the beginning was, was kind of um, creepy. Young CGI Tony Stark.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Um,
2: they, and it's it's also kind of because they they made young Michael Douglas look very good, but they kind of messed this one up.
0: Yeah, did you know the Black Panther suit in action was all CG?
2: I did not, but that also makes me mad because of how hard bad the Spider-Man suit looked.
0: Only sometimes the Spider-Man suit looked bad in action. There were sometimes it looked okay. Well, for
2: me, I didn't. I didn't know if I could, so like. There's some things I knew were CGI from Black Panther because like some things you you just can't do.
0: Like, physically, but, um, like, most yeah, you get I didn't know most of it. To
2: yeah, but most of it I did not know. Was CGI. <laughs> Sorry. For the Spider-Man <laughs> movie, it looked like it was a video game
0: like the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there with this? This movie had a lot of story beats <laughs> that, that were taken directly from the, uh, the comics too. Which was big considering it's not a direct adaptation of Civil War.
2: Yeah, because it, it isn't in a direct adaptation to just talk for, like, the entire comic.
0: Uh, kind of. That's kind of what happens. But, like, um... Civil War also has major parts in it from, uh, Mr. Mr. Fantastic and the Fantastic Four have a major role in it, um, some of the X-Men are important, um, mainly Wolverine, like, what else is new, um, then, uh, but, like, the, the, the scene in the beginning after he gives a speech at MIT, where he, uh, what's it called, um, he's talking to the woman by the elevator, that was from the, that was from the comic, directly,
1: um. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Wow. That's what comic got him... some
1: feels in it then, huh?
0: That's what they um, because what ha- the comic is set off by like a bunch of like list heroes accidentally blow up a school while trying to stop someone. Um, and they kill like hundreds of kids. Cool. Um. So they uh, then they.
1: Well, yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> so then Tony starts like, well, now we gotta register everyone. Um so that and then that's what the the whole comment about everyone fighting over should we have to register, should we not have to register. Um they can't do that here because there As are like hero? ten here what?
1: Or somebody with abilities.
0: Anyone, anyone with abilities had to like all the inhumans, all the X Men, everyone had to register. Um I was so the um what's it called? So Tony Stark is pro registration, Captain America's anti registration you can't really do that here because there are, like, ten heroes, only one of which has a secret identity. And that's Spider-Man, who didn't exist prior to this movie. Um, so they adapted slightly to be, they have to be a UN peacekeeping force instead. Um, and then, like, what happens is, and the, 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 the event that makes Tony Stark realize they have to um, register is he talks to a woman whose son was killed in the bombing, in the explosion. And Tony Stark's always very reactionary. Um, so a lot of people were like, oh, he's acting out of character here, when he's like, we have to, like, we need be put in check, and it's like, didn't you, like, say not to do that, like, very recently? And, um... <laughs> so he goes, uh, what's it called, so... um, But he always was reactionary. Like, remember the first Iron Man? He comes out, as soon as he comes back, and he finds out... That his weapons are being um, used by the bad guys in the Middle East. He's like, okay, we're never making weapons again. What's the he of the also... Mentors?
2: No. Um, Pepper left him, too. Which is good. Good for so, her. It's, it's sad. Gwyneth Paltrow isn't going to be in the movies anymore.
0: I'm fine with that. The greatest
2: um, actress of all time.
0: I wouldn't say that. Um. Has she even been in a good movie? Besides, like, Iron Man? And the Royal Tenenbaums? Yes, she's been in a lot of movies. She was in Mordecai, so... And know She has it. high standards for what she'll do.
2: She was in Seven. She's the one in the box.
0: Oh. Um. So, yeah, I think, I think we've covered with this movie, um... What was it? So, uh, how would you rate this movie? On a scale of 1 to 10. Um. Eight and a half. Um. I would say... Yeah, I'd say solid eight and a half. I think it's my second favorite of the Marvel movies. Behind, uh, The Winter Soldier.
2: This one's definitely up there for me.
1: Which one's the Winter Soldier?
0: The one with the Winter Soldier.
1: Thanks.
2: <laughs> it's the one with uh, just <laughs> it's a Captain America
0: movie, the second one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, and Josie, what did you rate it?
1: Um, eight and a half. I liked it. I think it was my favorite.
0: I, I like how everybody
1: showed up, even though. And just like a massive orgy of cool but
0: well that that's what i like I about know. phase 3 as that a, might make the first more.
2: movie we all agree on like i
0: think this is the um i think this is going to be a phase 3 going to be the best for marvel so far because of how they've made it feel more organically like a uh, like a interconnected universe because like phase 1 okay they're all trying to get together so it's not like uh it makes sense that no one's helping out phase 2 No one's helping out, but no one really has a reason as to why they're not calling in help. And then, uh, Phase 3, now you have this. Then the next movie is, um, Doctor Strange, which makes sense, no one's there. But then, like, Thor has the Hulk in it, and then Doctor Strange is also gonna cameo in it. Um, then, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is gonna happen, and that's gonna be two heroes in it. Um, but it just feels more, and then, like, in Ant-Man, Falcon shows up. Like in the middle of it, randomly, and no one was expecting that. So, yeah. So, uh, Emmys. Oh, wait, do you want to talk about what you had first while I bring up the Emmy results?
2: Oh, the ASMR? Yes. Okay, so ASMR stands for Autonomous Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And it's, like, a sensation that... Gets triggered by certain sounds, and it's different for every single person. So it's kind of like, it's a very good euphoric or nostalgic experience, and it it feels like a tingling sensation that like begins on your scalp and like your neck, like um that head massager thing that people have. Oh yeah, like that okay. is the same kind of feeling it makes, but just from I have that. one of those. So it's very interesting. So like, there's a lot of videos on YouTube for them. Some of them are strange like it's not supposed to be sexual but i feel like a lot of the videos are sexual like a lot of them why for for, for a lot of them people like whispering triggers it for me it doesn't because it just creeps like people whispering to me just i think it's creepy so if you why i recommend youtubing it but if you youtube it like a lot of them will just be like especially young the women. way you do it yeah, that was <laughs> a lot it will be it will be a lot of young women whispering like at you. And it feel, that those ones feel a little bit like I don't know, they feel weird. But um uh I feel
1: like that would feel really culty.
2: Yeah. There's uh other ones that uh like Reddit has a really good page for it and they do ones that are intentional videos and unintentional. Like for me, one of the ones that did it was there's these there's this uh Japanese bartender that makes a bunch of videos on making drinks. hmm and it's, but he doesn't talk, and it's super high-quality sound, and he, like, grinds up all his ingredients, so, like, that one I like, because it's all, like, really, and, like, noises of, like, uh, metal hitting glass, but it's, like, very um, crisp sound, so th- those ones are really good. Um, for a lot of people, Bob Ross, the painter, triggers it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I like watching those videos anyway, but cause I like the sound of the paintbrush on, like, the canvas, because he paints it very loud, so, like, those ones will do it. Um, there's a lot of videos where the so like there's sample videos on youtube where it will be like a bunch of different things and you can like wait till one triggers you mm-hmm. um like there's this one guy and like he has these special speakers where it's binaural sound which means that they're recording these special microphones where it will feel like if you close your eyes it will feel like the person is talking like like next to you like wherever they are in the video so like there's one part in the video where he walks around the microphone talking to you and it feels exactly like someone's walking like around behind you and like Oh, to like the that creepy one you, you, was, still.
0: you had last year or a few years ago? With like the guy gonna yeah, kill you. But this one's not creepy. Yeah, that one
2: that one is actually creepy. This one's not creepy. But he like uh will rub things on a microphone that like make like scratching noises. So that one is good. Um the very I like it a lot, but it's you have to find what works for you is like the Biggest thing. Like, some of them are, like, there's, like, weird massage, like, um... Like, ones where, like, the people whisper to you and, like, make massage motions with their hands so it's, like, they're pretending to massage you over the video. Like, that one's weird.
0: Hmm. That that seems like... Yeah, that... It seems like a lot of work if I gotta go and find what works for me. Yeah, I... Weird.
2: It is weird, uh, especially... When you get, like, like... It's weird when you get into it, because there are creepy ones, but once you find one, it works for you. It's very fulfilling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I, I might try that actually, if, if I'm not, like... It's
2: supposed to be very relaxing, so like people do meditation to it, but it's supposed to be very good stress relief. Hmm.
0: Mm. So, uh, so you have the, uh... The winners of the Emmys. I guess gonna be our next. I time. did not watch the Emmys. I don't watch I, any award shows anymore. I don't either. I, I, we, or, I, I watch the Academy Awards. Occasionally. I've
1: never.
2: I don't. I don't the watch only thing I watch th- is that. the Tonys because I like seeing things I've known nothing about.
0: We walked, We watched the Academy Awards last year. Did we? Yes, we did. Hmm.
2: I don't think. I don't remember watching it.
0: We watched it with the commentary from Screen Junkies. How do you not remember that?
2: Oh, okay, yes, I do remember that. That was okay. that was for that was more for fun. though. Uh,
0: so these were the the winners. Um so for outstanding first uh okay, this is IGN's order. So, I think this might have been the order they gave the awards out uh last night, uh the other night. Um so she uh outstanding uh Lead a-, a supporting actor in a comedy series went to Louis Anderson from Baskets, um, over Tony Hale and Matt Walsh from Veep, uh, Titus Burgess from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ty Burrell from Modern Family, Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peele, and Andre Brower from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Do you agree with that? Disagree with that? Or
2: I'm fine with that. I really I think have... Tony Hale should have won. Mm-hmm. Tony
0: Hale. I don't know what Baskets is though. I don't care, I guess. I have no idea. What I think Baskets
2: that's that's the that's the Zach Galifianakis show, I believe, yes. where he's a he's a failed cl- clown. Uh,
0: Chip Basket Zach Galifianakis. How do you fail at being a clown? Of being a French clown, however, reality keeps interfering. Saddled saddled with financial difficulties, facing an impenetrable la- language barrier, he moves back home to Bakersfield because he want to be a French clown, but because he doesn't speak uh, English. Uh, French? French,
1: oh. yes. He,
0: uh... <laughs> he it. Um, then I'm gonna... I'm gonna skip the ones no one cares about, where he's going talk about, like, the, the big ones everyone likes. Uh, uh... Support. Oh, wow. What? I
2: was looking at the winners also, so... Sorry. Uh,
0: supporting actress in a comedy. Um, winner was Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. Uh over Niecy Nash of Getting On, Judith Light of Transparent, Gabby Hoffman of Transparent, and Anna Chomsky of VEEP.
2: That's uh bullshit.
0: Yeah, that's a bold choice. First of all.
2: I don't think people on Saturday night, I don't think people on Saturday Night Live should be allowed to be nominated for actress.
0: I don't think anyone from this season of Saturday Night Live should be nominated for anything because it's shit. Let alone Kate McKinnon.
2: I think Kate McKinnon is uh one of the better people on it. But she, like, shouldn't be... She shouldn't be allowed to compete against people that are actual, like, actually acting. Not acting in a sketch for five seconds.
0: Right. <laughs> but, like, uh, what's it called? I think... I think... I've only seen Veep. Uh, I seen Transparent. Um, but I, th- I think, uh, I think, like... Well, uh, first of
2: all, Transparent should be, should be in the drama category. One. Uh, and uh, the person on that should have been... Should have won. It is not a comedy. Uh... There And the Aldi acting in Transparent is probably better than all the other shows. But Anna Chomsky also should have won, cause, especially because it was nominated, the episode Cunt Gate, which is an amazing episode.
0: Yes. That was hilarious. Um, they say that word. Uh, so then next is lead actress in a comedy. Julia Louis-Dreyfus won over Ellie Kemper Good. for um, Raquel Kimmy Schmidt, Amy Schumer for Inside Amy Schumer. Lily Tomlin for Frankie. Uh, no, Grayson Frankie. The person here totally fucked up the thing. Um, Laurie Metcalf for getting on. What's getting on?
2: That is the the. Oh my god! No, I I feel like I watched that show.
0: I think you did. That's why I know the name. Uh, and Tracy Ellis Ross from Oh, uh,
2: getting. On. Okay, it's the uh, nurse show.
0: Oh! Oh! oh yeah, yeah! Yeah! Okay.
2: That's a really yeah. That's a really good show.
0: Um, then lead actor in a comedy went to Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent, over Thomas Middleditch for Silicon Valley, William H Macy for Shameless, Will Forte for Last Man on Earth, Aziz Ansari for Master of None, and Anthony Anderson for Blackish.
2: I've seen. I don't some really of, like Master of None.
0: Um, you, you, Jeffrey Tambor is the lead though in Transparent, right?
2: not really He's... he seems
0: like a supporting character from what few episodes i've seen of transparent
2: yeah there's kind of like no it depends i guess it depends because it's based on that episode he is the main character oh, in that okay. episode
0: Yeah, that's
2: true. so that's why but yeah there's not really one main character in transparent it depends on the episode
0: um man okay. on a land is a really good episode
2: though i think you would i think you would hate it so much it's about uh they go to like this nature commune of just where just women are allowed and then there's one part it's called where um these guys come to empty the porta potty and then everyone starts screaming man on the land so in case um you get triggered by the sight of a man you can prepare yourself
0: yeah um then uh reality competition program the winner was the voice uh over amazing race american ninja warrior um Dancing with the Stars, Project Runway, and Top Chief. Um. I don't have any leg in that race. Uh, supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Regina King won for American Crime over Melissa Leo for All the Way. Sarah Paulson for America Horror Story Hotel. Kathy Bates for American Horror Story Hotel. Gene Smart for Fargo. And Olivia Colman for The Night Manager. Um. Supporting actor in a limited series or movie, Sterling K. Brown won. Did you watch The People V.O.J.? No, I really wanted to. I watched that was a really good show. Uh, Sterling K. Brown won. I,
2: I, just, cause I, I just watched yeah. You watched what? I really want to watch that, and I really want to watch the ESPN crazy? documentary, yeah.
0: too. Uh, they beat, uh, He beat Hugh Laurie for The Night Manager, Jesse Plemons for Fargo, David Schwimmer, and Tra- John Travolta, also for The People V.O.J., and, uh, Bokeem Woodbine for Fargo. Uh, lead actress in a limited series or movie. Uh, Felicity Huffman, law, uh, no, winner was Sarah Paulson for The People of e. O.J.* Over Audrey McDonald, Kristen Dunst, Kerry Washington, Lily Taylor, and Felicity Huffman. Um, lead actor in a limited series or movie. Courtney B. Vance for The People of O.J.* Over Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for... Um, I definitely miss pronounce his name. And I know how to pronounce his name. Over oh, for, for Sherlock, um, um, Tom Hiddleston for the Night Manager, Idris Elba for Luther, and Brian Cranston for All the Way. Best TV movie was Sherlock: The Abominable Bride. Limited series who will be OJ. Um, supporting actor, a, supporting actress in a drama is uh, Maggie Smith. One. Downton Abbey more over Mara Tierney Lena Head uh, Lena Head Hedy uh Clark Maisie Williams and Constance Zimmer Game of Thrones had three nominees there um
2: yeah Game of Thrones got a lot yeah I uh, think they broke a record
0: they have the most wins of any TV show ever now um supporting actor with the Ben Mendelsohn who's gonna be in the new Star Wars movie um for Bloodline over Jonathan Banks, Peter Dinklage, Kit Harrington, Mike Kelly, and John Voigt. Lead actor in a drama went to Rami Malik for Mr. Robot over Liev Schreiber, Kevin Spacey, Kyle Chandler, Bob Odenkirk, and Matthew Rhys. And lead actress went to Tatiana Maslani for Orphan Black over uh, Carrie Russell, Taraji P. Henson, Claire Danes, Robin Wright, and Viola Davis.
2: That's the one I said, oh, too, because um, she's on every, well, the past two years, um, they record Comedy Bang Bang, like a podcast, the day before the Emmys happened, but it premieres um, like the day after the Emmys. So like every year they're like, wow, congratulations on winning all the Emmys you were nominated for. <laughs> and then this time they were actually right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she plays like eight characters on the show, too, like. On Orphan Black. Yeah, she plays. And they're all, yeah. So, just.
2: And I think the show ended, too, so it's.
0: Yeah, it was the last season. I said nice she got it. Um,
2: then... I would have preferred Robin Wright getting it, because Robin Wright is the best actor on House of Cards.
0: Uh, then, comedy series Veep won over Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Transparent, Silicon Valley, Modern Family, Master of None, and Blackish. And Game of Thrones won Best Drama over Downton Abbey, Better Call Saul, The Americans. Homeland, House of Cards, and Mr. Robot.
2: I think House of Cards are the one.
0: Um, I think the Emmys need to figure out what actually is a comedy.
2: The worst are the Golden Globes. Yeah. Where The Martian was nominated for a comedy.
0: Yeah. That was funny made fun The Martian wasn't off. a comedy? No, it wasn't. No.
1: <laughs> but it had all the funny people in it. It did have funny people in it,
0: but it's not. It funny. was not a cop because uh, it's a it's a drama Why with not? funny moments. All
2: right. When I I just put put on the Martian on IMDb. These are the related movies to the Martian: Interstellar, Mad Max, The Revenant, um, that ben and the Cumberbatch, oh, *The imitation, imitation Game*, and *Star Wars: The Force Awakens*.
0: Weekend at Bernie. Yeah. um but yeah so no it's not a comedy um but yeah so I think that that's just about does anyone have any final thoughts before we uh uh how's the
2: cards just swept but House I might be able was a try um, did you finish watching this season? yes I did wasn't it wasn't the end amazing
0: yes like, I, we, we oh, have to review House I'm of I'm terrified
2: of the newest season, though. I think if something, what I think happen, is going to happen, happens in the newest season, like, I'll have a complete a mental breakdown. breakdown. <laughs>
0: it will yeah, be horrible. We'll talk about that when we do eventually review House of Cards. Um, do we have any TV shows up on the slate already for what we're going to do next? I'm going to look. up. Uh, uh,
2: uh, Bojack Horseman.
0: Yes, right? but... Oh, no, no, no. Rick and Morty was the first one we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Rick and Morty.
1: Rick and Morty is awesome.
0: Yeah, I think everyone loves it. Well, not awesome.
1: It's very scandalous.
0: I love Rick and I Morty. Really I like Bojack Horseman I, better.
1: I really I hated it. it at first, but then once I started watching it drunk, it got a lot, lot better.
2: I remember the first time I watched it was like I came home, and then I just, I did what I always did when I came home drunk. I would turn on Adult Swim and then pass out. <laughs> and then uh, I watched Rick and Morty, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I started watching more and more. of But I'm Bojack Horseman is my favorite animated series.
0: It's a, it's a better show it's just Rick and Morty I think is the funniest animated show on TV right now
2: I believe so Bo Jack Horseman has a lot of really good one-liners mm-hmm. like um, he was like uh, someone asked him to hear like something they wrote and he was just like I would rather the Holocaust happen every four years like the Olympics than listen to you like listen to that once
0: yes <laughs> so, oh no 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 it was fun listen to that again because he listened to it the whole oh, yeah. way through yeah. Um but no, that that um what was it and last season they had they were trying to help the chicken who uh, escaped and they they um they kept making jokes like puns based on the 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 fact that the chicken was just not speaking English
1: so do I need to watch Bojack horseman I think you should because it looks super weird
0: it is
2: but it's really funny like does people and animals live together? And, like, the animals do act like animals, but they're also just people. But no one, like, comments yeah. on that. Um, Keith Oberman plays a whale news reporter, and it's, like, his most proud screen credit.
0: It's, it's hilarious.
2: Because he, he... was I saw him on Chelsea Hamler's show, and he was on there to talk about Trump. But, like, most of the time, he just talked about how much fun he has playing a whale on BoJack Horseman.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Our next episode is pick your favorite Robin Hood movie.
2: Um. Do we have to do that now so we don't choose the same movies or do we already do that?
0: Uh, I'm doing... It doesn't matter if we pick the same movies. I'm doing the Disney Robin Hood. I. So, um. Then, uh, the week after is Bad News I'll do the Bears. one with Kevin Costner. What?
2: I'm gonna do the one with Kevin Costner.
0: Okay. Um... Then next one is Bad News Bears. Uh, What movie? Fourth, um, what? Then said uh, what a movie? Yep, you picked it. Um, I know. Then that week, okay, I I gotta change the schedule. I still have Jessica. We already did Jessica Jones when uh, Josie wasn't here, so take Jessica Jones off the thing.
1: I didn't like Jessica Jones, anyways.
0: That's why we did it when you weren't here. That way we could talk about it. Um. And then, so we're going to take Jesse Jones off. We'll do Rick and Morty that week. And we'll do season one. Season one, we'll do that for the first week of October. And then, uh, we have X-Men Apocalypse on the uh, 13th of October. Uh, the movie I don't think any of us liked. Um, then uh, no, no, that was
1: so bad. And I was so disappointed because I love X-Men.
0: I Yeah, we'll talk about it more then, but I was really, I'd like, it's sad when the best moment in your X Men movie that has nothing to do with Wolverine is the Wolverine moment. Um, yeah. Then uh, we mm-hmm. need something new. Josie, you gotta repick a movie for the uh, the 18th or the 20th of October. Um, because we we postponed we oh right that was the other thing we have postponed um, the HBO episode we were gonna do until next year because we're not gonna do a movie draft next year because that was an awful idea uh, in hindsight. So. Uh, we're going to be doing a movie that Josie will select on the 18th. Maybe it'll be Halloween-themed.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll, it'll be Hocus
0: Pocus. Okay, it'll be ho- Okay, you want to do Hocus Pocus?
1: No, I said maybe. Okay. Aren't you fucking listening?
0: Wow, that was rude. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, and then uh, Peter and I have uh, Magnificent Seven. Spoil- uh, beware of spoilers coming up. Um, that mm-hmm. movie is okay, I've heard.
2: That so it has a fifty-five on Metacritic right
0: now. So it's okay. Um, unless we want to do Sully instead, we'll we'll figure it out. Sully's supposed to be a better movie. Um, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll do um, we'll, we'll, that'll be like next week. I think we're gonna do that. Um, and then we do have to do the commenta- the unofficial commentary, but for sports, that we said we are going to do in August. And it is now the end of September, and we still have not done that. We've been busy, though. So uh, so we'll be back next week with Pick Your Favorite Robin Hood Movie as the theme of next week's episode. Um...
1: Totally sounded like you said Robin Hood.
0: <laughs> Robin Hood? Yeah. <sighs> Thinking about ramen gives me a stomachache, don't saying. So, we'll be back next week. Bye. Because ramen is just styrofoam. Like, it it has the consistency of styrofoam, hungry. and it's disgusting.
1: I haven't eaten yet.
0: Neither have I. I have to go I eat Love it. So We will be back next week with Pick Your Favorite
1: Robin Hood movie. Hi. Goodbye. Ramen Hood. Bye. Bye. <laughs>